That was my sexy radio voice. Anyway, that was me banging my phone on my coffee mug. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just putting my phone in my pocket. I guess I should turn off Dropbox, too. Oh, yeah, me too. I have, I'm I'm using a hardwired connection, so I don't really know that it's that necessary. Yeah, I'm still still on wireless i need need to get a new router do you have a good do you have like a good a good connection good wi-fi connection uh it it, it's pretty good um but the the router every two or three days will just it just needs rebooting oh that's Um, annoying yeah the speeds go down to basically nothing yeah we had some problems with the euros for a little while um but it seems to have resolved itself i was having a problem with what was I doing? You know what it was? I was having um, col- like IP address collisions for some reason. I have a really, oh, okay. I have a really weird setup, and I had Jennifer on. Somehow, her the IP address on my old MacBook Pro was colliding with something else on the on the network, and it was basically freezing up all the traffic at some point. So I just put her on a on Ethernet, so it's not a problem anymore. Yeah, I suppose that's one way to solve it. It is. It was like the convenient <laughs> way to... Because I, I, what am I going to do? Tear down the whole network? I mean, I have a weird network where it's like it's all the, the routers in the basement and all the wires come out of there and they go through the walls. But then like behind the TV, I have another router for... So I can wire... I can hardwire things like Roku and and uh, Apple TV and all that stuff. Right. And it just becomes this octopus with all these extra tentacles at the end. And then, of course, you know, nowadays... Got like one million things connected to the inter- the you know the Wi-Fi, whether it's the the D- Nintendo DS and phones and iPads and computers and I don't know the Switch and everything, you know. Our, we don't have a connected refrigerator yet. Not yet. No, not yet. I'm not planning. I'm not <laughs> planning on it either. No, that sounds terrible. I saw an ad for one, a Samsung one, the other day. I think they're actually becoming mainstream enough that they're doing regular television commercials. I don't, I don't know what just I, oh, just yeah I don't think we can get into what should and shouldn't be internet connected. They showed somebody make you know they were checking I think they were checking the expiration date it's the kind of the stuff you typically hear oh your milk is about to expire let me put it on your list when you go to the grocery store that sort of thing. Yeah I I, I can I can see the idea behind it but that is just not going to work in practice. No it's yes it's a lot of electronics for very little convenience. You might as well just glue an ipad to the front of your fridge and just just leave the notes app on. i can't even get jennifer to use like a grocery shopping list app she doesn't like to have her phone out when she's shopping she just wants a piece of paper which you know, i guess i kind of get so so what you need is you use the todoist integration on the echo yeah so you send that to todoist and then you'll need some kind of way to trigger a I don't know, IFTTT, to send that list to your printer. Yes. To then print the list off so that she can walk out the door and go with a with a paper list. Yes. You just need you what you just need is a script running on an on a twenty four seven running server in your home. <laughs> Which I could see doing. Oh, we have an iMac that doesn't get used much. So, you know, just put a little script on there and auto print things. Um no, I'm not gonna do that. But that you know, I could then I could write about okay. it, I suppose. There you go. I'm solving all your problems. Yeah. This is <laughs> 
It's a good start. <laughs> so yesterday I went to Macstock. And it's going on today too. It's a it's a it's called Macstock Expo, which is a gathering of Apple enthusiasts in the Chicago area. And it's only very loosely the Chicago area because it's a good I live about 25 miles away from downtown and this this is so that you know which would maybe take on a good day a half an hour to get out to. This is about an hour and a half from downtown and almost that far from where I live. So it's really far out. It's it's in a town called Woodstock and here's a fun fact for you Rob. Woodstock is where they filmed Groundhog Day. Huh. So you, if you remember Groundhog Day when they do all the reporting, you know, where the, the day always starts and they've got the town square with the gazebo and all that stuff when they're waiting, yep. waiting for Poxitani Phil to come out and, and uh, see a shadow or not, that is the town square. So that's where I was last night. Huh. Well, there you go. I did not know that. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people there, a bunch of Mac nerds, uh, and it's ver- it's not entirely Mac uh, oriented there was some iOS stuff going on there but it's definitely more Mac oriented than than iOS doing talks on things like email and pages and um, home automation all sorts of different things and then there was um, a little party afterwards which was right off of the square which I went to and I before there was a bit of a break so I went and had dinner at a place called the public house of course which was a pub inside of an old courthouse that's no longer a courthouse, which I thought was kind of fitting. Uh, so I sat outside, had a, a burger and a beer, looked over the town square and thought about Poxitani Phil the whole time. <laughs> and is this exactly what you did last year when you went? Was it in the same place? It, it was in the um, same place, although we didn't. <laughs> so it was a little bit like Groundhog Day, although we didn't have the... the the party wasn't in in this same place, so I actually I don't think I saw the town square last year. I um, it was the the little party was the, the the conferences run at a community college out out there, and the party was at the community college last year. So I never actually got to downtown Woodstock until yesterday. Huh. Well, there you go. So that's what I've been doing, and that's going on again today. And I'm not entirely sure whether I'm going to be able to go back out or not because it is kind of a long haul from my house, and I've got some other stuff to do today. So I may just stick at home today and enjoy what looks like a nice summer day here. Yeah, that is it's a it's a fair drive um, to to get out there, but you know, America is pretty big. So. <laughs> it is even just Chicago is pretty big. So you know, if I saw something that was that far away, like that, wouldn't even be on my radar to go to. Um, yes, that's that's like half the country. Well, yeah. and it's deceiving. I, you know, I somehow between going last year and this year, I had forgotten how far it was, and I was, and I, when I saw how far it was, I couldn't, I just couldn't believe that it was almost an hour and a half away, even though it's still. I mean, like I said, it's only loosely Chicago area because it's it's very nearly up in Wisconsin at the, at yeah. at that distance. So cool. Well, um, talking of trips, uh, I'm taking a trip down to uh, Dongletown. Oh yes, uh, yes. Probably next week. Hope, well, hopefully, if it actually turns up. Yeah, you're getting a new MacBook, right? Uh, yeah, so I've got the the 15 inch Touch Bar Space Gray. Uh, it's coming. I don't know. It got dispatched on Friday, but it says it's not going to be here till like the 24th. So like really? 10 days. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it wasn't one of the stock configurations, so I knew it would take a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this says it's going to be like another ten days before it gets here. So I bet it'll get there faster than that. 
yeah, I'm hoping so. Because um, otherwise, it means I've got to go into work to get my laptop when when you're on vacation. When I'm on when I'm on vacation, yeah, exactly. Which is no fun. Right, right. Well, you know, once it once it leaves China, it's pretty darn fast after that. At least for it usually is for me, because um, mm. it crosses the international dateline, which gives it an extra day. <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Usually, that. usually comes through Alaska, and then makes a quick visit down to Stephen ha- Stephen Hackett Land, and then to Chicago. But that Stephen Hackett Land being Memphis, because that's where FedEx's big big facility is in the U.S. Yeah. So yeah, with a bit of luck, it will it will show up earlier. But um, all right, I've I've already ordered a couple of dongles. There's so some stuff that I needed for work to hook up my monitors and stuff. Um, I've got the an Orki uh, VGA USB C adapter. Okay, um, I have a USB. I have a VGA one too. I've got the Apple official one. Yeah, there's some somebody I work with had a spare one, um, so I didn't need to order that. He just said, "Oh yeah, you can just have it," because um, he he ordered way too many dongles when he bought his laptop. Yeah, I'm already not um, using the VGA one. I and, and yes, I do have a monitor that uses VGA still. Yes, it's true. I know it's a little bit. Sa- yeah. It's a little sad. <laughs> But well, the, yeah, the, the the one I'm hooking up the VGA to actually has VGA, DVI, and HDMI. Oh, um, so it's only because somebody gave me that dongle that I'm just going to use VGA because you know it doesn't really make a lot of difference. This is like my my third monitor, I guess, that I use at work. Oh, okay, yeah, I have. So I have. I bought. I bought a cheapo 23 inch Dell monitor way back when, and it has just v, VGA and DVI. And so Apple doesn't make a DVI dongle, so I, I got a third-party one, and it's working fine. And I have noticed that it does the refresh rate is better with the DVI than it is with VGA. Like in certain apps, it'll look a little flickery if I have the VGA hooked up. So that's why. So I right. bought two dongles just to hook up this one old monitor, and I've settled on the DVI one. Yeah, that makes sense. As you say if if the VGA doesn't work for this, you know, I'll pick up an HDMI one or something. Yeah. Um, and then I've ordered uh, another Orky um, kind of dock, and it's got USB-C pass-through, uh, HDMI, and then four standard USB ports. Okay. Um, so that pretty much covers me for what I need at work, because um, my my main monitor not only needs HDMI, but also needs USB as well. Um, yep. This is so you can plug keyboards and stuff into the monitor rather than directly into the dock or into the laptop. Well, okay. Um, and then I've also ordered a bunch of little, um, like miniature USB to USB C adapters because I need one for like my microphone and you know USB sticks and my printer when I occasionally when I need that. So right, yeah, I need to. I've only got one of those, and I really could use two. Uh, I need to, I need to maybe pick up another one of those. And I also have, I have a Ethernet one. Do you have that for? Uh, no, I don't really have any situations where I need Ethernet. You're just using um, Wi-Fi at work? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty small office. Um, we, we, the Wi-Fi is pretty good because there's only four or five of us using the Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Um, the, you know, the, the sales guys and stuff like that are all using wired Ethernet on theirs. So, mm-hmm. you know, four or five of us on the Wi-Fi is fine. Right. Oh, that's good. It's a lot of dongles. It gets expensive uh, pretty fast with those. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it is what it is. I mean, I, you know, my, my my current laptop at work, I'm using two dongles uh, plus a a converter, I think, to convert like DVI to VGA because I didn't have the right cable. Um, uh-huh. 
you know, so it's a bunch of dongles now, and, it, you know, my new one will be the same, but it, it's fine. I'm quite happy to, you know, spend a little bit and just get it all sorted. Yeah, I have found that having the four USB-C, um, four USB-C adapter, whatever, you know, inputs on my laptop is just about the perfect number. I, I don't know how someone could even use a regular MacBook that only has one because it, I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here right now with all four of mine filled. Yeah, it, it it seems like when I was looking around at the docks and things like that, there's I think they haven't quite worked out exactly what people want yet because there's so much variety there. Um, but there doesn't seem to be like a a reasonably priced one that will kind of do everything one person would need. Yeah, um, you know, in a, in a single dock. Right. I have not gone the dock route. Yesterday, actually, I was at MacStock. I saw the OWC was one of the sponsors. That's, you know, Otherworld Computing, which is mm. it's based here in the Chicago area, somewhere out in those nether regions where this thing was being held. And they have a Thunderbolt dock that has all sorts of stuff you can plug into it. Um, I haven't, I used to, I had, I think it was Belkin, I want to say, made one of these at one point that I had hooked up and it died. So I haven't, and they're super expensive for what they are. They're like three hundred dollars. So I, yeah. so I've stayed away from that. Now I mean, you know, I've just got your basic little one-off dongles at this point because that's all I need. I don't really need a hub or anything like that. And I've got an, an anchor, an anchor thing that I plug into the wall just for charging things, so I can you know sit here and have my phone plugged in or or whatever. Yeah, I'd like you say that some of the the decent kind of docking solutions are, are get really expensive there's like a there's one called cow digit i think is the company oh yeah um, yep i've heard of them and, that, and that's like got its own power source and so if you don't need the, the the macbook charger you can just use this this dock thing um but yeah they, they get pretty expensive and, and to be honest i'm plugging in two cables is fine um yeah. right now i'm plugging in like three or four when i get to work whereas at least this solution will only be two yeah, I've actually got my my laptop. It is it's it's powered off of the anchor right now because it's the one of these anchor uh, hubs that has a USB C and then four or five USB A's, uh, and it's not a I mean it's not a hub. It's just uh it's just for charging. Mm. But uh, but it's it's handier than for a while. I was you know having to crawl under the desk and plug it in every time. I, and then when I wanted you know to take my laptop with me and leave the house. I had to crawl back under the desk and unplug it and put everything in my bag. So now it's at least that is on top of the desk. Um, a lot of people would be very horrified by my setup because there are wires everywhere. And you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't mind. The wires are not where I'm working. They're behind the monitor, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the charger situation with Apple is a bit bit crappy now uh, with the, the USB-C MacBooks. Because uh, they'll save you the brick right. for £70. Then they'll charge you another twenty pound for the USB cable. Yep. And then if you want the extension cable now, that's another fifteen or twenty pound or something. Yeah, um, I want. Yeah, I did that. Yep. It's not the end of the world. Like I needed a second charger because I'm not gonna like plug my lap, take it in and out every day from work and try and remember it. Um, and you know, and I've got a few of the extensions lying around that I can use, so that's not too much of a problem. But I don't know. It's just a bit weird that they're all kind of separate components now, and you don't even get the extension with the laptop anymore. Yeah, and I, although I, I, I guess to defend the indefensible, I once I went to the solution with the anchor thing sitting on top of my desk, I suddenly realized mm. I don't really need this extension cable very often, right? 
I mean, I need it if if I'm going somewhere where I don't know how close the power is going to be, then I'll bring it. Mm. Then I'll bring it along. But I don't need it at home anymore unless I move my laptops to some other part of the house where I need a little bit more distance. For day to day, though, I just don't need it anymore, which has worked out pretty well. Yeah, I, to, to be honest, you're probably right. Apple knows better than we do. I'm assuming Apple knows most people probably don't use them. Um, I don't see them all that often, like when I was at university and stuff, and you know, loads of people had MacBooks there. Whenever I'd see people plugging them in, nobody had their extension cables with them. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're not. It's a nice to have thing, and I I have used it. Like, they'll be if I'm going to a coffee shop, that's the kind of place I'll bring it because you never know where the power uh, mm. outlet is going to be when you're at a coffee shop and. Uh, but usually when I go out to work remotely, it's because I'm on my way to somewhere where I'll be, where I know I'll have power. So I usually just work with, you know, on the battery because I, the battery lasts long enough that it's not an issue. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as I say, it's fine. I'm buying a multiple thousand pound computer. I can, I can live with spending another hundred pound on an extra charger. Yeah. 15 inch screen is going to be nice. That's like, I kind of miss my 15 inch screen because I went down to a 13 and, and I, I really like the portability because it's really not much different in weight than the 12.9 inch iPad pro with a smart cover on it. They're very close in, yeah. in size and weight. Um, and so I, I kind of like that because I had before the, the older 15 inch MacBook Pro, and that thing was pretty darn heavy. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I was quite happy with the 13. Like that's what I've got now, um, and I was looking at the 13 to buy. Um, but once I'd upgraded the 13 to like the highest processor, and I had to upgrade the RAM and the hard drive, uh-huh. um, the, the price difference between the two, uh, w- with the student discount I was getting as well, um, the the fifteen really it was only about seventy or eighty pound more expensive. Oh, okay. Um, and obviously the the fifteen inch ones, um, all the thirteens only come with dual core processors, where the fifteen comes with a quad core. Right. Um, how much difference that'll actually make in my life, I don't know, because like two of the guys at work, one's got the thirteen, one's got the fifteen. We're all doing the same kind of work, and they're both fine. Yeah. Um, but I figured I might as well go for it anyway, because. You know, I, I intend to keep it for another three years, probably until the Apple Care runs out. Yeah, you've got um, you've got a discrete GPU too, which is actually something that always scares me off of of certain models of the 15 because I've heard so many horror stories of people having problems with the discrete GPUs. Yeah, but you can now you can you can become a gamer, a laptop gamer. Oh, that is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Still, probably not a good enough GPU for that. Not at least not no, for, not for not. not for hardcore gaming. But oh man. So, uh, you told me that you are moved, just were doing some stuff with one password. What have you been doing? Yeah, so obviously because I'm getting a new laptop, I was kind of looking through all my stuff and I'm working out what was installed and not. Um, and one password I've now got kind of a subscription plan for syncing and backup and stuff like that. Um, and and Jess, my girlfriend, like you know, like most people, she's just in the same password everywhere, right? Um, you know, or you know, slight variations on the same password, but in reality, it might as well be the same password for as far as you know, somebody trying to hack an account is concerned, right? So, um, so yeah, I signed up for the the one password family plan, which I think is about $60 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, enables you to share it with I can't remember how many it goes up to, I think it's probably four or five people or something. 
Um, it allows you to have your own vault and then a shared vault between all the family members, or you can share it with specific people if you had, say, three or four people on there. Um, and, you know, sign-up was all fine. It was pretty great. The biggest problem was just going through all these services, you know, that, that Jess has signed up to and, and changing the passwords. Yeah, it is um, going to... They've all got... Re- They've all got like ridiculous rules, and sometimes they don't tell you these rules when you put the password in. Yeah. Like PayPal would just, PayPal just made the input go red, but there was no explanation as to what was wrong. Oh wow! Yeah, it, PayPal is the worst. I was actually talking to someone from One Password last night at at MacStock, and was asking about you know in iOS eleven you're going to be able to you know how they have the autofill for Safari in iOS. That, yeah. that came in iOS 9, I want to say, maybe 10. It, they, that's, that's coming to apps now as well, which is really nice. So if you're in, I don't know, Facebook or Google or Pinterest or whatever, an actual app as opposed to a web view, it, w- mm. it will populate the, the username and password. And they, it's really clever how they did it. There's a really good WWC video on it. And um, I was asking him if he thought that was going to – that was going to really put a dent in their business. And he didn't think so. And I kind of tend to agree just because there's a lot more you can do with 1Password. It's a lot more robust than what Apple's implementing, which is just kind of the basics. But I have found myself using the autofill in Safari on iOS and on the Mac a lot more than, um, than I expected. It, 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 it's, a, it's faster. You don't, have to, you don't have that extra step of having to open 1Password all the time. Yeah, I, yeah, I do agree. I mean... A couple of things like I think as as much as it sounds good in reality like once you kind of sign into an app on, on iOS or you know even on Android or whatever like you very rarely have to sign in again um true so you know I agree it's it's a nice feature that yeah great it's going to autofill but in reality I don't as you say I don't think it affects one password's business that much because right. you know for me it's not just about having secure passwords like you know I store my my bank details in there, my credit cards, you know, so that I can pay for stuff. And, right. you know, I've got like scans of my passport and, and driving license and IDs and things like that that I might need access to. Um, and, and, like, where do you put a scan of your passport if you don't have something like one password? Like, it just kind of sits in Dropbox or Google Drive or something. And it's not really that useful. Right. No, I agree. I mean, what I think the Apple thing solves is that first run problem with an app where, let's say you have, you know, you've, you just, downloaded the PayPal app and you know your PayPal credentials, but now you're in the PayPal app and now you have to go out of the PayPal app because they don't have one passwords, you know, that they don't use their API to have a one password button in the PayPal app. So you have to go out, go to one password, copy this, go back, you know, that it it avoids that issue because you won't have to do that. You won't have to do that anymore when you first download an app. Yeah, that does sound nice. Gets rid of a lot of that friction, that first, you know, first run friction. So, because I'm sure that a lot of people are faced with that, and they're like, "Oh, screw it! I'm already logged in on Safari. I'll just use the web, the web app, which may or may not be as good a solution." Don't want to offend any web developers out there, Rob, but but sometimes it's not as <laughs> not quite as not quite as good an experience. No, you are right. I think there's. There's definitely some apps that probably don't need to exist and don't and could just be a website. But yeah, on yes. the other hand, you know, you, I feel like stuff as you say, like PayPal and banking and stuff like that. I right. feel like an app is a lot better because you can get like Touch ID login, 
um you know or it can keep you logged in or whatever you know there are a lot of advantages to, it, to having some of this stuff in actual native apps yes although with banks it is absolutely a toss-up as to which is worse the website or the app sometimes because i don't think banks oh. are banks aren't good at either <laughs> uh, no i mean my my main bank that i use uh hsbc uh-huh. um I mean, I don't know what their app is like in the US, but but in the UK, like it is just so so terrible. Yeah. Um, if if it wasn't so much hassle to switch banks, I would have done by now. But it's just too much effort. Yeah, my bank's uh, app actually finally got Touch ID, which it, it that alone made it actually usable for me because it was such a it was such a chore to log in every single time. They wouldn't. There was no way to save your password in it. Yeah. So yeah, so you're you're going through that process, and you're so you're you're basically visiting sites one by one, right? Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I mean, you know, Jester doesn't signed up to as anywhere near as many sites as probably like you or me are. Um, but but you know, basically, she went into Chrome, found all her saved passwords that Chrome had saved, and like just went through that list and went through and reset. Oh um, yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know, it, it if she'd had more, um, the way I would I would have suggested it was the way I did it um you know a few years ago when i i've realized i was in a complete mess with my passwords i just went into chrome uh wiped all my saved passwords and logged myself out of everything right so every, every single site i hit i had to do a forgot password uh, like a, a password reset right which means i click password reset they send you the email i click it i just generate a password in one password and like it kind of forces you to just have to do it because you don't know your passwords anymore right um it it can be annoying you know especially sure. if you're trying to do something quickly but th- that worked really well for me because you know everything was logged out and i just had to do it um and you know now i have i'm pretty sure i have like generated passwords for pretty much every site at this point oh that's good yeah i i could probably stand to go back and do something like that as well i think maybe i would use a hybrid approach and go through and do the ones that i use the most just manually all in one you know like one sitting for an hour or two mm. and then do what you said and, and delete everything else and then just as i hit them I have to re-log back in and create a new password yeah huh all right now well, that's good that's uh you're that's, that's good computer hygiene rob congratulations <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much <laughs> You're doing better than me. I I'm pretty good about it all, but uh, and I've especially much better about it over the last few years. But I do still have some sites which have not great passwords, especially stuff that I don't really care that much about. Because I was telling you before, I think that you know I'm not so worried about somebody hacking my pocket account. Please don't hack my pocket account. But <laughs> I don't have a great password for pocket, for instance. Changing it right now, by the way. I I think the the problem is you know it's easy to say oh. I don't have a good password for something you don't care about, Pocket or you know, Pinterest, for you know, some one of these random sites that's not really that important. But of course, if you've used that password elsewhere, yes, and that's, that password that is the gets problem. hacked, and then of course, like, that is the, the that's the real um, yeah, concern there. But yeah, I totally get it. Like, I, yeah. I've had stuff that doesn't have a secure password. Um, but you know, I try and try and make sure I change them now. Yeah, well, it ca- that's the cascade problem where if someone gets one, then they can get into other things, and there may you may you may find that there's a connection there that you don't want people to have. So, so you uh, you put Breath of the Wild in our show notes too, and I'm what, what's going on with Breath of the Wild? Uh, well, I actually bought it. Ah, you finally broke down, <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, I think it was. 
well it was i think it was the last time we spoke but we we didn't record um because we there was basically nothing to talk about right um, so I, I went out later that day to uh the, the the game shop that i used to work at right um and, and i see i saw breath of the wild at the back for the switch on the on the shelf behind the counter um you know and knowing that it's like 48 pound i think on amazon brand new um i thought oh, you know i'm not gonna buy a second hand i'll just buy it brand new if i want it and then i saw they were selling it for 30 pound mm-hmm. um and i thought well you know especially with the switch because it's little cartridges like second hand really doesn't doesn't you know there's no disc to get affected the cartridges are pretty sturdy um right so yeah i kind of ended up picking it up on a whim just because it was cheap um I haven't played quite as much of it as I'd wanted to, um, but you know I, I've done, you know I've done like the first Divine Beast, um, is, is pretty much as far as I've got. I, I have found the game a little bit exhausting because like all your weapons and stuff do wear out and break. Yeah. Um, but I think that's probably just the lack of time. Like I don't have fifty, sixty hours to sit there and and really get into it so at times like stuff breaking or running out of of ammo and stuff is just a little bit annoying right yeah no i know what you mean because i don't have a ton of time to play it either and i i will sit down and play it for a while and then it's maybe a week before i come back and then i kind of forget what i've been was doing and where i'm going and yeah yeah it's it's a game that you kind of have to play consistently i think to really enjoy it yeah i mean you know i I, i'm definitely really liking it i just think it's going to take me a long time to uh to actually finish it i mean i liked what i'd played of it so much that i ended up buying a link statue <laughs> oh, okay yeah i've got one of those too one of the amiibos or was or it was just this actual statue thing oh uh, no, no this is a like a, a full-size uh statue oh okay um I, I did end up buying a couple of amiibos as well um, <laughs> rob's been shopping else. again see i haven't been shopping i i no one can give me a hard time about shopping i don't think i've bought anything of any consequence recently yeah, so I, I actually went on a bit of a spending spree that week. I bought the Zelda <laughs> statue, you know, the Link statue, the two Amiibo, and then I bought the, the Thunderjaw statue from okay. Horizon. I'm not sure if I showed you this a no, while I ago. I don't think um, so. But this is a, like, I think it's about $200. Um, I got it cheaper than that. Cause oh, wait, wait, wait. Running yeah, it. you did. You did show me that. That's pretty, that was That's very cool. Yeah, this, I mean, I, I kind of bought it and didn't have anywhere to put it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so um like i say i, I like I say i am enjoying zelda um i just it, it is a bit frustrating i think you know for like somebody like us where we don't quite have as much time yeah to, to put into it as maybe we want i think the the cooking and, and and weapon system is probably just a little bit makes it a little bit harder to play right right are you gonna um get splatoon uh, I think so. It's quite annoying actually. I wanted to to play the demo yesterday. Um, oh, did they do another? They, the, they did another one yesterday. Uh, yeah, they did. It was like a, a three hour time slot. Are they doing um, it today at all? Do you know? No, it's only today. It was uh, only yesterday. Annoyingly, uh, um, and it just happened to be running while I was out for a meal. Oh. Um, so I haven't actually had a chance to play it yet. I'll probably pick it up. It's um, coming out on Friday. Probably, I think it comes out next Friday. It does, yeah, which yeah. is when my pink and green Pro Controller will turn up as well, because uh, I think that's being released at the same time. Did you end up um, buying the one that was released in, in Europe, or did you have to do something special like eBay? or? Yeah, so I've got the Pro Controller that was on Amazon, and yeah, they, they finally released the pink and green Joy-Cons Oh, in that's the what UK. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I, st- I do have a pre-order for those. I think those come out on the 28th. Oh, okay. Um, the actual Joy-Cons, I'm not really sure what was going on with those. But yeah, luckily I would actually be able to get those now. Yeah, I totally forgot that they were doing a Pro Controller too. Because I remember the Joy-Cons, but I didn't remember that there was a Pro Controller. Yeah, I'm going to definitely pick it up. I'm trying to decide whether I should do the downloaded version or the little cartridge version. And I, I actually have the cartridge on pre-order. I should cancel that if I'm going to mm. go with the download. The download will show up faster, you know what I mean, for those people who can't are impatient and can't wait till the, oh, end, yeah, for sure. the end of the day. Because you know, the UPS guy doesn't come by my house until usually late in the afternoon. But I'm right. assuming that this will be available, I don't know, midnight Greenwich Mean Time, I think, maybe, or uh, Eastern, or I don't know how they do that with Nintendo, do you? Uh, no idea. Um, I, I'm, I think it's, I th- I'm pretty sure it's like midnight for each specific region. Oh, yeah, and they just have different, um, different servers serving different parts of the world. Yeah, that probably, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, or they're checking your IP and figuring out what part of the world you're in. It's probably what they're doing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hmm. So. All right. Well, that gives the, I have to think about it because oh, I'm taking Friday off next week. So that could next Friday could be my Splatoon day. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'd go digital then if you're going to be around. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be waiting for, for the UPS you, guy to turn up. You have convinced me because I'm going to be up early. Yeah, I'm going to be up early that day too because Owen's coming in from uh, from California that morning. So on the red eye. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, anything um, else? No, I think it probably probably wraps it up for this this week. Yeah, definitely. That was a good good chat. Enjoy the rest of uh, your weekend as well as Breath of the Wild. I, you've you've also inspired me to probably crack that open today and have another <laughs> go at it. I finally got off the Grand Plateau. That's how sad I am. It took me a while to find that. Uh... Oh yeah, it took me a while as well. <laughs> and and my my kids give me a hard time because they're like. Because I, I actually do just like to wander around and like I don't know shake the apples out of the tree with a with an axe and that sort of thing. <laughs> the yeah. very the very mellow approach to Zelda, uh, just wandering around aimlessly and yeah, yeah sure I'll do a shrine now. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. All right, well I will well, talk uh, to you next week then. All right, speak to you later.